1: Let us be glad and let us be grateful because it's time for another episode of the Weekly Dose Joel, and I am your host Joel Crump, back with a very exquisitely emerald episode. Today's episode is dedicated to Wicked, which is celebrating 20 years on Broadway next Monday. I'm giving you some Broadway news, history, my review of Wicked, and interviews with the best Wicked alumni. I'm chatting with Tony and Emmy Award winner and original Glinda, Kristen Chenoweth, former Glinda, Ali Mazi, original boss and Tony nominee, Christopher Fitzgerald, one of the longest cast members of Wicked, and original Broadway cast member, Fiona Alfonso. I'm ready to defy gravity, and I know you are too, so let's jump into this episode. Broadway buzz! This week's there's some very exciting Broadway news and there's only a couple of things, so let's just jump right into it. To start off, it was announced that the newly reimagined production of The Who's Tommy, which had a sold-out production run at Chicago's Goodman Theater this past summer, has announced a spring 2024 Broadway bow. The rock musical will open on March 28th, 2024 at the Nederlander Theater with previews beginning March 8th. I am beyond thrilled for this show to have a Broadway revival. This is its first time it's coming back, to Broadway. In 30 years, it originally opened on Broadway in 1993, and it's coming back 30 years later reimagined. And I don't know if y'all saw the cast at the Goodman Theater, but it was absolutely incredible. I mean, we're talking Adam Jacobs, Christina Saju, Bobby Conti, and so many more incredible exciting people. So, Get excited for this show. It's coming to Broadway to the Nederlander Theater. I'm sure you guys can expect more as the spring season comes around. But we're still in fall and we still have a lot going on right now. We have a casting announcement for the revival of Cabaret, which is coming to Broadway spring 2024. It was announced that Academy Award and Tony Award winner Eddie Redmayne will reprise his Olivier Award winning performance as the MC in Cabaret and Gail Rankin will play Sally Bowles in the visionary new production of Cabaret at the Kit Kat Club at the August Wilson Theater. If y'all haven't heard about the survival of Cabaret yet, I'm wondering, what have you been doing recently? Because it has taken the theater world, and I truly mean world, by storm. It premiered in the West End, it's been a sold out run, and now it's coming to Broadway. And I mean, this casting is a great way for it to start its time on Broadway. I've heard a lot of things about how the show will be casted and how they'll bring in a new MC and Sally Bowles and just bring in and out these incredible Broadway actors. But we're starting off with a fantastic pair. More casting will be announced soon. I'm so excited for this show. I cannot wait for spring to come so we can see this new revival of Cabaret. My last piece of Broadway news is once again talking about Sweeney Todd, which we talked about last week. This week, I'm announcing that Gayda Mataraza will depart Broadway's Sweeney Todd this November. I mean... He has been so incredible in this show. I had the honor of seeing him in Sweeney Todd, and it was just, it truly blew my mind. Being able to see so many stars on that stage, on the Lundfontein stage, was just something I will never be able to experience again. Well, that's not true, because Broadway has been bringing in a lot of stars recently, but being able to see these specific people in this show is something I will never be able to see again. So I'm telling you right now, you need to run to the Lundfontein Theater to go see. Josh Groban, Annalie Ashford, and Gata Matarazzo all in one place, all on one stage, and Sweeney Todd on Broadway. Broadway history. If you haven't guessed what I'm talking about yet this week, I'm sure you could. You already know what it is. I'm talking about Wicked, which is celebrating 20 years on Broadway. Wicked has been dancing through life for 20 years. It opened on October 30th, 2003, and this Monday it's celebrating 20 years. I'm going to be on the Wicked red carpet talking to all your favorites. This is such a dream for me because Wicked is truly one of the shows that changed my life for good. If you know, you know. I mean, I saw Wicked and truly, from the moment the show started, I knew I had to do musical theater. This show and SpongeBob the Musical are the reason that I love Broadway. It's the reason that I'm talking into this mic right now, screaming in my basement about Broadway because shows like this truly changed my life. And Wicked is one of those shows that you see and you just fall in love with musical theater. Wicked opened 20 years ago at the Gershwin Theater where it's currently playing. It's one of the biggest Broadway theaters. It's on a rake stage, which is interesting if you don't know what a rake stage is. It is a stage that's kind of tilted. It comes from an angle, which makes the view better for the audience. And yeah, Wicked celebrating 20 years on Broadway. I'm so excited. And I have some very exciting guests this week, but... Before I get onto that, I saw Wicked recently, and I'm gonna tell you about my experience. Before I tell you about my most recent experience seeing Wicked on Broadway, I have to tell you about my first time seeing Wicked. I saw Wicked for the first time in August of 2018 and my Elphaba and Glinda were Jessica Vosk and Amanda Jane Cooper and I'm telling you guys, they were so incredible and I swear to God I watch a video of Jessica Vosk singing something from Wicked, usually the wizard and I, at least once a week because she is so incredible. Her vocal cords are like magic but I recently saw Wicked on Broadway and I actually had a really interesting experience. So to start off, a couple of days before I saw Wicked, me and my sister were walking in New York and you know, when we were in New York, we we're having a great time. I mean, it is the place of Broadway. It's the home of Broadway. So we were walking around and we saw this girl with a Wicked bag. And I said, Oh, I like your Wicked bag. And she turned to me and I said, Oh, are you Allie Trim? And she was like, Yeah, I am. If you guys don't know who Allie Trim is, she is the standby for Glinda and Wicked. And we already had our tickets. We told her, Oh, we're going to see Wicked on Wednesday. And she was like, I don't know if I'm going to be on, but enjoy the show. So it was really cool connecting with her on the street. And then when it was time to go see Wicked, we showed Up And on the board, saying who was on and who was out, magically enough, I mean, this is truly wicked magic for you guys, Allie Trim was on. So we were able to see Allie in the show just a couple of days after meeting her, which is incredible. And this is what's really interesting. The first act was incredible. Alyssa Joy Fox was our Alphaba. She is the current Alphaba on Broadway who is celebrating 20 years. And during intermission, you know, we were sitting in intermission, we were ready for the show to begin. I was ready to hear Allie sing, thank goodness, because that is another banger from Wicked. And intermission was running a little long and it turns out we had a mid-show swing out for the role of Alphaba. So then we had Mary Kate Morrissey, who is the Alphaba standby, pop into the show I mean, it was like a seamless transition. I couldn't tell that something was going on until I heard it over the loudspeakers. But yeah, so that was really cool because it's rare that you get a mid show swing in, especially for a show like Wicked. So I got to see two Alpha Buzz on one day, and I got to see Allie Trim, and I saw her after the show. She's so incredible. And in this 20 year anniversary cast, I'm talking every single person the ensemble, all the leads, everybody, they are killing it. And definitely go out and see this 20 year anniversary cast. Even if you've seen Wicked before, I mean, who doesn't want to see this show again I would do this show every night if I could I'm not lying and you know I was thinking the other day like I wish I was alive in 2003 or actually years before that because I want to remember it but I wish I could go and see every pair of like the Glindas and Buzz, especially Adina and Kristen like I've seen bootlegs and I've seen videos but I just wonder what it was like experiencing that life but speaking of Kristen Chenoweth I think it's time for some interviews. It's time for some interviews. Every single one of these guests are people that mean so much to me. And, you know, I truly mean this when I say, if you would have told me five years ago when I saw Wicked for the first time, I'd have the chance to speak with any of these people, let alone know these people. I would, I would not believe you. Now I'm very excited to welcome Ali Mozzie to the podcast. She played Glinda for around five years on Broadway and on tour and in San Francisco. She is one of the funniest, and I truly mean it, one of the funniest Glindas I've ever seen. I watched this video of her singing popular. It was her last time doing it in San Francisco. It's eight minutes of pure joy. I my I was tired of laughing at the end of the video because it was so funny. But here's my chat with Ali who who is also currently playing Patty in Kimberly Akimbo on Broadway. So to start off, I want to know how were you introduced to Wicked, and did you ever imagine you could play Glinda on Broadway? <laughs> I was
2: introduced to Wicked by, I just bought a ticket like everybody else when it first opened because everybody was raving about it. So I went and saw it and I saw the original company. And as I was watching it, no, I didn't look at it and think, I'm going to do this show one day. I did not think that. I was just thoroughly entertained. Um, And no, I wasn't looking at it as like a job I was going to get to do a lot of one yeah. day.
1: Yeah, and I mean, what's really cool is that like, when I think about all the Glendas, like I think of Kristen Chenoweth, and Megan Hilty, and you. Because your Aww. Glinda is so funny. And in preparation, I was watching a performance from your last show in San Francisco. And it's, <laughs> it's so good. So I want to know, how did you find this portrayal of Glinda? Like, what was it like finding this bubbly, hilarious character for you?
2: Oh, my gosh. What was... I mean, I will tell... I actually think... It's so funny. A lot of people reference that San Francisco performance. It's funny what... um That's just so funny. I did the show for so long, but that performance that you're talking about, I know which one you're talking about. I actually think San Francisco, um, because I had done it on Broadway already, but I think San Francisco, I really hit my stride and I found some new things. Because to be honest, you know, um, that was, I I was only there the last two months of that San Francisco company, and a lot of the creative team wasn't coming around. And so I think I just felt really free to try new and different things. Yeah. Um, And, So I I, I just felt that was that was like the beginning of, I think, finding like my Glenda was when I was in that San Francisco company. And then that led to when I came back to Broadway and did the national tour and stuff that that was really built in that San Francisco company, I think.
1: Yeah. And you're from California. So what was it like like doing it where you were from and being able to just really sprout in this character and be surrounded in a place where you grew up?
2: Well, here's the deal. California is quite large. And I, so I'm so i from Southern California, and San Francisco's up in Northern California. And I made a huge mistake. When I packed from Southern California to go to Northern California, specifically San Francisco in the summer, it's really cold in the summer in San Francisco. Really? I know. I, I know. Your face looks shocked. I was just as shocked. I packed summer clothes, shorts and T-shirts and cute little sundresses. And I got there, and I was freezing.
1: That's so funny.
2: And so my mom had to ship me all my... My winter sweaters.
0: <laughs> yeah. And- I
2: didn't know that about San Francisco. It's like their coolest time of year is like the summertime, specifically just in San Francisco. You go across the bridge though, it's not it's not the case. It's
1: crazy. Yeah. But I I feel like that's something that Glenda would do. And so that's why it's even <laughs> that's why it's even more funny.
2: Yeah. Know? I was like, I'm gonna go to San Francisco and like cute my summer clothes, and then it's like haha, no you're not.
1: Yeah. Your wicked <laughs> journey lasted from two thousand and eight all the way to two thousand and thirteen. I mean mm-hmm. What did you learn while doing Wicked on Broadway, on tour, and in San Francisco?
2: I feel like no matter where I did it, when I would leave the stage door at night, the fans, the interactions with the fans is just beautiful. Because, you know, that show means something very specific to each and every fan who sees it. So I would get to hear personal stories um, from everybody I met at the stage door what this show means to them. Like some of them, it was just like, oh my gosh, I just got taken away for two and a half hours and I had such a great night of entertainment. And then other people would say, oh, that song for good, it really makes me want to call my best friend from whatever year who I haven't talked to in forever. Or some people would be like, gosh, I really made me think of my mom. I wish she was here to see that. And it was an emotional experience for them. But I think for a lot of people, it's a very healing show, um, it's not just a form of entertainment and not every show I get to do is that for people. Um, this show just really moved people on a really deep level. It's why it's still running 20 years from now. People go back more than once. <laughs>
1: yes, it's crazy. And you were the 10 year anniversary Glinda. So you uh-huh. experienced like this like fun time where we're really celebrating this show. What was that like for you? Like I was watching when you guys performed on the Today Show and I was like, wow, no. like that must've been so magical. What was that like for you? And what is it like looking back on it 10 years later?
2: Well, look, that was a magical time. Yes, you're right because there's so much um, surrounding the anniversary years. I mean, that Today Show appearance—I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie—that was early, Ooh. and so I got up. We got up real early. We did that, and then we were <laughs> doing the 10th anniversary performance that night, and then we were doing the party after. So by the time I got to the party, I was like, "I'm so excited to be here, but I think I need to go to bed." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I stayed up, but you know, you're doing all these fun, you know, 10th anniversary celebratory things, but you're still doing eight shows a week, you know. So it was a bit of a marathon. Um I forget the other part of that question. Um just
1: yeah. What what is it like looking back on it 10 years later, thinking about how like Wicked was such a journey for you?
2: I gotta be honest, like I look back, I cannot believe it's been 10 years since the 10th anniversary. Like it almost feels like yesterday. Yeah. It almost feels so fresh to me. Like I, I still can't believe it's been 10 years since I've done the show. It doesn't feel like that to me. Um, I, I still think really fondly of my years with Wicked and that time of my life. I'm so thrilled I've, got, I've been included in some of the 20th anniversary celebrations. We just had that popular video come out and it's, it's, it was so nice so to good. revisit it. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. It's it was so fun good. to make and I'd never been in a room of Glinda's before. I only get to hang out with the Elphabuzz because mm. I don't work with the Glinda. So to sit in that room, you know, with managing Cooper and, and Kara, Lindsay, and Mackenzie, I'm just like, we're all very different, but as we're sitting there hanging out, I'm looking at them, I was like, oh my gosh, I see why each and every one of these girls was cast as Glinda. Yeah. And it was just a really funny and fun group of girls. It was... It was really cool just to get be, be with the other Glindas.
1: Yeah, so now let's do a Wicked quick round. These are just some okay. fun, Wicked themed questions, all right? Great. Favorite Glinda song?
2: Oh my gosh. I mean, okay, it's supposed to be a quick round. I'm gonna just say the opening. Yeah. No one Warns a Wicked, yeah.
1: Yeah, Wicked backstage bestie.
2: Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, Nicole Parker ended up being like, we met doing Wicked, but we ended up being besties after that.
1: (laughs) Favorite backstage snack at Wicked?
2: Oh my gosh, popcorn.
1: Mmm. Favorite Wicked costume?
2: Oh, it's been a minute. I do like that pink popular
1: dress, though. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Favorite day of the week to perform in Wicked?
2: (laughs) I don't know. Maybe the end of the week because I knew I could rest. Yeah. (laughs) So Sunday night.
1: (laughs) The best part about writing the bubble.
2: Well, look, it's it's there's a lot of moving pieces, so it's not as fun. It's not as fun for me as maybe for other blenders. But look, I'm never going to get a better entrance than that entering it on Broadway. So I, I, it's just like the the response to that is so it's such a fun entrance.
1: Yeah. The most popular thing at Wicked.
2: The most popular thing at Wicked for like us,
1: yeah, yeah, like for whatever, like for you. Oh my god,
2: the people, the backstage mm. hang—it's just about the hang yeah. back there. The most Wicked thing about Wicked—the time they wrote me up. <laughs> Remember when I said I got exploratory in San Francisco? Did they really? Um, I, I I did get it written up, but like I know I'm not the only I'm not the only one. It was just a little like okay just rein it in kind of a thing
1: (laughs) (laughs) best wicked dance number
2: oh dancing through life
1: yeah the thing that has changed you for good
2: these these relationships with these girls with these alphabas it's just like special that song when you leave the company and you sing for good with these girls you can't help but cry because it's just been like you've gone through something together
1: yeah that's so sweet Thank you so much, Ali. I'm so glad to be able to have so this welcome. quick chat. Isn't she the best, everybody? That was my chat with Ali Mazi. Oh my God! If you guys haven't seen her in Kimberly Akimbo, it's actually so funny. If you guys haven't seen the video of her on YouTube, doing her popular for the last time in San Francisco. I don't know what you're waiting for. As soon as you're listening to this, of course, you have to go watch it because it's so funny. But let's move on to the next guest, someone that means so much to me. She has truly changed my life, and she is one of the best mentors I could ever ask for. You already know who it is. It's Tony and Emmy Award winning Kristen Chenoweth, who originated the role of Glinda on Broadway. I cannot believe that I got the chance to talk to her about this because it's been so busy for her with all the things she's been doing doing and you know we were able to do this very exclusive interview revisiting the magic of wicked with kristen chenoweth and joel crump which is now on youtube and on instagram if you look at broadway time on youtube you can watch the full series there but this is a weekly dose of joel exclusive we did this very fun wicked quick round and only you guys get to hear this so without further ado here is miss kristen chenoweth Favorite Glinda song. Thank goodness. Favorite backstage bestie at Wicked. Happy dudes. Favorite snack backstage. Snickers. <laughs> Favorite Wicked costume.
3: Oh my gosh, the the blue gown.
1: Yeah. Favorite day of the week to perform it with.
3: Friday night.
1: The best part of writing the bubble.
3: Having five minutes alone to yourself before the show starts up there.
1: The most popular thing at Wicked.
3: Oh man, the most popular thing at Wicked? Yeah. I I have to say, it's so hard to say. I just loved, I loved all aspects, but for me, getting to watch it a uh, Adina fly at the end of Act Two, I act one and fight her wings because yeah. it's pretty, pretty popular. Pretty popular. You say so. <laughs> yes,
1: the most wicked thing. It's hard what?
3: It how tight my corset once.
1: <laughs> wicked, come, on come, on. come on guys. I had to
3: be cinched up.
1: Yes, the best wicked number. One short. And lastly, the thing that has changed you for good.
3: How now we take the time to limit things a different way. Have a different perspective than maybe what my like, immediate re- immediate reaction is.
1: Thank In that yes. Thank you so much, Kristen.
3: You're welcome, Honey. Yes. Thank you for this interview, and I'm gonna just be so excited for them, for the girls, the new girls, to have the 20th anniversary to themselves, and then yeah. to have, you know, with Cynthia and Ariana have their their turn. Yeah. At the role. and I keep saying Medina, you, you know, it's, it's a testament to the work that she and I do, and to all of our past that the show still goes on and we get to see so many elfers and weathers Sword. Yeah. Makes you go and cry.
1: Yes. God, that is one of my most favorite interviews I've ever done with Kristen. And I've had the honor of interviewing her around three or four or five times. And I mean, every time they get more and more special. But this time it was so fun because we were able to sit and chat about a show that truly changed her life. A show that was hand written for her. And you can hear more of our chat, like I said, on our series Revisiting the Magic of Wicked with Kristen Chenoweth and Joel Crump, now streaming on YouTube at Broadway time. But it's time for our next guest i am bringing an interview from the archives back when i did longer interviews on my youtube channel i'm bringing back a clip from me and christopher Fitzgerald and my co-host my former co-host my older sister savannah we talked to him about wicked and he's giving us one of his favorite show mishaps which is super hilarious so here is tony nominee christopher Fitzgerald.
2: what is your favorite show mishap
1: there's so
0: many. I mean, there's just <laughs> so many mishaps. I'm sure you've heard some great mishap stories. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah, yeah, some very interesting <laughs>
0: mishaps. Good. One was in *Wicked*. Uh, I played Bach in the original production, and I uh, my first entrance was with Christian Chenoweth up on this. I don't know. You guys know the set. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Pla- yeah, almost like these platforms on the sides. Yes. Mm-hmm where like some scenes happen up there and then they like and then we people come down on the stage there's this big kind of staircase that comes down uh-huh, uh-huh. and I just remember coming in and we start the scene and I'm like I, Miss Galinda Miss Galinda I just like love you or I don't remember what my lines were <laughs> and she's like mm, okay Vic and I'm like no it's Bach and whatever okay and then she goes down the stairs and it's I think what I when we were rehearsing it or I the, the bit was like that I'm talking and then I realized that she's left and so I'm running to kind of catch up to her. And she was at the bottom of the stairs and I took one step and went, oh, And I just was, was next thing I know, I'm going, boom, ah, boom, ah, 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 boom. Like down the steps, head over heels, landing on the stage on my back. Boom, <sighs> looking up, seeing lights, hearing an audience go, You know that great moment when something happens on stage? and The audience is like, oh, I love that. It always makes me laugh. And I was laying there, and I look up at Christian, who's looking down at me, like, with a mixture of, like, like, shock on her face, disgust, (laughs) saddening, you know, just looking at me like, what are you doing? (laughs) And I didn't know what to say, so I sat up. I, like, kind of sat straight up looked at the look kind of out and went i meant to do that that was my amazing (laughs) not amazing cover of the moment right but the problem is you know when we wear our little mics they don't turn them on they don't stay on all the time there's somebody in back on a board Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that is constantly bringing mics up and down Mm -hmm. i mean like a thousand times for a show almost in between your lines. So if you say something and then you finish your line, they bring your mic down so that they bring the mic up for the person who's talking and they're switching back and forth. So the person, you know, when you're improvising, if your mic's, so I literally sat up and it sounded like this. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Uh, audience, whoa. And me sitting up and I went. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so oh my there was God. no response from the audience. It was complete silence. Sitting there, like my elbow was really hurting, and Kristen would looked at me and just went, and then just turned and like walked away and left me there. And I was like, well, we're, I "Wait, just, were you okay though? Like, did you have to like?" I was okay. I was okay. okay. I got up. Okay. I okay. I just continued, but it was like you stumbled on the steps. I just felt so alone. It was like I just in front of like thousands of people. I just fell, tried to say something funny, it didn't work, and then the show just went on. It was like
1: to do that, (laughs) that is one of my favorite stories in the world. I mean, that interview with Christopher Fitzgerald was such a fun interview to do. And I miss interviewing with my older sister, who used to be my former co-host. But I mean who knows maybe we'll be back someday soon interviewing again but for my last guest i'm talking to iona alfonso who's one of the longest cast members of wicked on broadway she was in the original broadway cast 20 years ago and has been in and out of the show for the past 20 years i've seen her in wicked if you've seen wicked you have most likely seen her in this show she's incredible and she does it all on broadway i mean she does it all she's an associate director associate choreographer She associate directed one of the most recent winning revivals of best play top dog underdog and she's the associate director for pearly victorious on broadway so she is so cool she was also just in dancing on broadway i mean this past year has been crazy for her she did wicked associate directed two shows and was in another show all on broadway it doesn't get better than that i'm so excited to chat with iona alfonso So to start off, bring me back to 2003. I mean, 20 years ago, you were rehearsing and going through previews and opening this hit Broadway show. What was the hustle and bustle like back then?
4: Oh my goodness. Well, um, it was a long time ago. So I I feel like was a completely different person. Um, Much younger, obviously. Uh, (laughs) And I was, for me anyway, I was just running around the city auditioning and taking class and you know having lots of um adventures and getting into trouble and doing all the things that like a very young person um would do at the time i think i was i can't remember well let me do some math i was probably 20 when we started rehearsals wow um, maybe 19 something like that and so you know i was doing the new york thing i had you know, a number of new roommates. I was constantly taking class. I was constantly auditioning, um, and at the time, I, I was lucky enough to be working a bit. So before I did Wicked, I was on tour for about a year, um, and then, you know, was doing everything from concert work to theater work to. So I was kind of all over the place, but in the best way possible. So the hustle for me looked like, you know constant motion constant doing constantly being immersed in classes and workshops but also working um and really just trying to have a really good time so i i also did the you know was dancing at night at the at the parties and at the clubs and you know working during the day and you know i was doing all of the things
1: yeah tell me cuz i've been able to chat with a lot of original broadcast members which has been so exciting yeah. and it's so special to open a show on Broadway and be a part of that original Broadway cast. Tell mm. me a story that you can remember getting this show to Broadway from previous rehearsals.
4: Oh my gosh, there's so many stories. Um, you mean in the rehearsal process itself or outside? Yeah,
1: yeah, just like just like something fun that you remember getting Wicked to Broadway for you. Oh my gosh, uh,
4: wow. There are so many memories. I guess the two that just popped into my mind like very quickly are the things that happen um, that end up staying in the show. So one example would be um, one of my dear friends, Rhett George, who is the original Ribbon Track. Um, He... There was, there was just a ribbon lying around. We had all of these toys and props and things that we could play with in the room for OzDust that were meant to be inspiring to sort of create this world that we didn't know, we didn't know what it was yet, right? Yeah. So this ribbon was just lying around and Rhett would just grab it and on every break would just be <laughs> silly. And he, I mean, no one makes me laugh harder than Red George. And I was lucky that he was, um, my dance partner at the time, but I remember that he got up one of the millionth times that he did. And Wayne was like, you better watch out or I'm going to put that in the show. And sure enough, it ended up in the show and ended up being like one of his features. The The other quick story would be, um, how my palm tree like hairdo came to be that now are wigs in the show. Um, and is part of like the permanent design of the show is that during one of our, tech rehearsals. Um they hadn't quite figured out what the look would be for me because I obviously have a lot of hair, a lot of curly hair. And Joe is very particular about um the details and making sure that everything looks authentic and real. And it was hard to get my hair because I have so much of it to look like real under a wig. I have this issue a lot, but um they they had been going back and forth and one tech rehearsal um You know, it's very late sometimes and you're on on the millionth hour and (laughs) I was backstage. I I don't even remember what we were doing, but I was just being silly. And I put my hair up like that. I honestly don't remember why. And they had, I thought, moved on from the queue that we were on previously, but they went back. And so they called my name and I ran out onto the stage and Tom, who designed our wigs, came running down the aisle and was like, you know. Was it difficult to do that? And I thought I was in trouble because I thought, oh, well, you know, they're lighting, you know, I don't know. I just thought I was in trouble. And I was like, oh no, it's just a couple of rubber bands. I can take it down like immediately. He said, no, 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 that's it. Like, that's, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, Then that later became uh, sort of like what they now call the palm tree track. And it's because of that hairstyle. now they make wigs all over the world that have that style,
1: but that's how that, so stories like that are the, the
4: ones that stick with me the most.
1: And that's so cool, because, like that came from you. Like, yeah. like whenever you see that palm tree wig, which I feel like is something when I think about wicked, one of the first things I think about that originated from you, which is just incredible,
4: yeah. those little like happy mistakes. It's fun.
1: Me and EO had such a fantastic chat and I'm going to be releasing the entire thing on YouTube later this week or next week or whenever I get around to it, but you guys can expect so much content from Wicked20 on YouTube. It's going to be so great, but those were all of my wickedly emerald, exquisite guests. I'm trying to think of all the wicked like puns or jokes I can make before this episode is up, but... We've almost come to an end. I'm so sad. I mean, thank goodness for Wicked. I couldn't be happier. No good deed goes unpunished. And this is such a good deed. So it's definitely not going unpunished. But yeah, that's all I have for this week's episode. But this week we have a very, very exciting giveaway. This week's giveaway is an insane, I mean insane, Wicked prize pack giveaway. You can win any of these Wicked signed items, starting off with a Wicked Sign playbill signed by Kristen Chenoweth herself. Yes, the original Glinda on Broadway. You can win Kristen Chenoweth's memoir, A Little Bit Wicked, signed by her, of course. You can win Kristen's other book, I'm No Philosopher, But I Got Thoughts, of course, signed by her with a foreword by Ariana Grande, which is pretty cool. You can win the original Wicked book written by Gregory Maguire, signed by Kristen Chenoweth. You can win a Wicked Program book. This takes you through the creation of Wicked, signed by Kristen Chenoweth, not only on the front cover, but also in the center of the book with her incredible picture of her back in 2003. And you can win a Wicked poster, obviously signed by Kristen Chenoweth. So to sign up for these giveaways, please visit our Instagram, and the winner of the Sweeney Todd giveaway will also be announced on the Instagram. But That's all we have for this week. So please enjoy the rest of your week and have a very exciting week next week. I recommend listening to Wicked, of course. And they're going to be performing on GMA. And if you're in the city, there are so many fun events, including a Wicked block party. You want to go out for that. But I will see you next week for another episode of the Wicked Joe. I'll see you later.
0: or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?